let's get ready to throw down. It's the elbow. Yeah. But the shoulder's connected to this oh, part of the God. Oh, Welcome shit. to the show. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Always is. <laughs> We're just going to leave this in here so that way everyone who no, is listening not. still understands that this is how every episode oh, starts. And then we have man. to pause and restart. Running with scissors. And I've yeah. probably said that before. Masking yeah, maybe tape so. is all oh. we need. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about... Uh, Essentially, how do you prioritize your time as a salesperson? Because depending upon your role, depending upon how that's set up, you might have to do some maintenance, um, you know, some other things that are not directly related to going out and getting yeses and nos. And how do you divide that time and how do you keep it from taking over your schedule? And how do you you keep that personal balance in your world with your family, your kids, Mm -hmm. what you like to do and some of the rigors of just being in the sales side of things and some of the, um, you know, wacky schedules yeah. and just, you just know, life, basically. Yeah, having to be other places after hours. I mean, I used to think that car salesmen had it the worst, right? Because you're there. They do. Every time the lot is <laughs> open. And then I went to work for Al. And he's like, okay, cool. Show up Monday morning at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, I cannot tell you how many 3 o'clock, 3.30 driving in the freezing cold from Arlington to downtown Dallas. And I would just crank up the music, turn the heat on, drinking tea, just like, please, I will stay awake. And I mean, it's unbelievable. Or or you're still drunk sometimes. Well, not me, but yeah. yeah. That's Um, happened to me. (laughs) Goodness, we've been down that road. So uh, I guess, you know, to, to push this a little bit further is that, depending on what type of sales role you have, you also have an outside life to that role, right? And and how do you how do you refill the tank? How do you you know take what you earn or the success that you've had or sometimes the failure you've had and take it away from work and survive both of those events? Hmm. I mean when you're when you're winning truly winning like on the on the scale of whatever your scale is, when you're winning in that environment, home life is probably pretty good, right? You've got everything oh, yeah. that you wanted. You, you have explanation to why you're doing what you do, you know, to your, you know, let's say spouse or kids. Hey, I have to take this phone call because this is why we have what we have because I take these phone calls. What happens when you're losing? Can you still take the same phone calls? Right. But is I, it still justified? I, I have to stop you for a second only to, to interject that, you can be winning everything, and if you're on a family vacation and you're on the phone most of the time, no, I agree. You know what, what I'm you saying. You face that, I'm sure. Absolutely. You know? and, so, and John, you know, Nanette. I think I think what I'm getting there is that a, a spouse or a, you know even kids understand that the reason we get to do all these things because Daddy takes those phone calls because it's winning, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens when you're losing and it's all at home? I think it's even more important. I was going to say, and your kids don't get to do those things because. Well, daddy's always working, right? And you got to go take those same phone calls because you, you're trying. So there's a there's a weird uh, flip there, right? Well, so back in August for my daughter's birthday, all she wanted was to go see the ocean. So we decided to go down to Galveston. And I kind of had it in my head that I wasn't going to change anything. I was going to still have my normal calls, my normal meetings. Everything was going to be normal. I just wasn't going to be home. And I was miserable on both sides because I wasn't feeling as productive when I was on my calls and, and doing my work. And then I was like stressed out about that. So I wasn't really fully present for the family 
either. Sure. Um, so, you know, maintaining that balance and, you know, setting expectations around it, you know, with your family and stuff, because my daughter was starting to get pretty frustrated because she's like, Hey, how come we're, we're at the beach and you're not? I'm like, well, I just got to do this two more phone calls and then I'll be down there. <clears throat> so as a metrics guy, you know, John mm-hmm. yourself, like, isn't it easier to say, and maybe not, but okay, I make a hundred phone calls a week and this is how I close my deals and this is how I'm successful. So mm-hmm. the week prior, the three weeks prior, you add some phone calls in or you add those tasks in to make up for that lost week to say, okay, I've done all that I can do mm-hmm. and it's made up for. The caveat to that is that, man, if I had time to make those extra phone calls prior, why aren't I doing that every day? Well, isn't that a, isn't that a trap that you get? Can I, into, can right? I throw something out though? I mean, I, I can appreciate where you're going. My problem or a problem I see with a lot of salespeople is how do you leave your accounts while you're out of town? A existing business sure. going forward. Not not that you gotta be grinding out phone calls while you're out on vacation necessarily. Yeah, but what happens when the emergency comes up? What emergency are you referring to? Any, any emergency. Oh, you mean business wise, yeah, yeah. not from the family side. Because no, yeah. I'm thinking the kids going to the hospital. Um okay. My my point is is there's the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to act I'm not trying to gain new business when I'm out of town. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make sure my shit doesn't blow up because yeah. I'm out of town, right? Well, and you're you're in a very poachable realm. Yeah. Well, I'm in a realm where you can't make too many mistakes. You can't leave something exactly. undone. Yeah. So poachable, maybe not so much because I leave town. If I'm not there to fix it or I don't get the phone call mm-hmm. to make some adjustments, there's so where the problem is. Do you set up uh, upfront expectations to your family, to your customers, or what do you do? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. I don't always tell them I'm going out of town because there's the weakness. There's the poach, right? And, yeah. You know, if I'm gone. So I I don't tell people I leave town. Nan actually has a little well, story about that. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're referring to, but what I, if you'll come back to that, I think it's really important to prioritize, figure out what's the, you know, I mean, literally write down what are your top five things in the order of priority. And when you, when you first start in sales, you're not going to be the person that can be the leader to appoint other people to be there, step in. And if they call that person and, and if they can't handle it, they call you. And if you get a call from your people that you're leading, you know, you have to take that call. But I think the most unwise thing any of us or anyone can do is to put our business ahead of our family. And I know that sounds super S, but I don't care if you're making a gazillion dollars I'm not sure what that looks like on paper, but if you're making a ton of money, if you failed your family, then you've screwed up. So you you have to, your family has to be the priority. And that doesn't take away from, I see a couple of people online here <laughs> railing because they're like, what? You just saw somebody. Yeah, uh, somebody action going. Somebody no, no, stands no, no. shifting. I, I think it's really important though. I, I, okay. So if your son's calling because he needs the keys to the car, I mean, that, or whatever, I don't know. There, there's all kinds of scenarios that aren't that important. But if you have something vitally important, you have to address that. But I think in sales, if you do not have, if you're not in leadership and you're leading people so you can take care of your top priorities, then you've failed. I think it's really important to, again, what we've we've talked about numerous times, you have to plan, you have to think about what your leadership role is. 
So I read, and I can't cite the actual publication or where I got this information from, but they did some studies concerning um, quantity versus quality of time that you spend with your children and your family, right? And it always came back to quality, not quantity, right? Yeah. Because there are plenty, now. plenty of families that are in the same, like, house that don't talk to each other, that, you know, barely, you know, I mean, they got five iPhones and exactly. five mm-hmm. iPads, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I, you know, the article made sense because if you say to me, write down your five top, you know, things, man, I love my kids, but my priority is work, 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 because from there, I get everything else that I have. Well, I think that that comes down to, right, I, I think we've all heard about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. right? And at those lowest levels, you're just all your mental bandwidth is spent on can I keep food on the table and the roof over my head? Agreed. You know, you can't think about anything else. You can't think about, hey, is the time that I'm spending with my kid quality time or is it just time for the sake of time? Right? You're not thinking on that level. And so for a lot of salespeople out there that are struggling or they might be new or, you know, uh, any other number of reasons, if you're at that level, you don't even realize that you're not spending time with the family that you're not prioritizing them because the only thing you can prioritize is the thing that keeps food on the table and the roof over your head. So true. So how do you, how do you get past that? What, what would, so do, loving your kids more, does that get you past that? No. Or no, being think, better yeah. at the work that provides it's, for the kids that you love the I, most in your life. I think right? it's being a better leader. I think it's everything. I, I think it's better sales because if you have more cash flow. Now you have a dilemma of time versus money. And if you get to where time is more valuable than money, you're in a good place. Agreed. Yeah. Clint's awfully quiet over there. I am awfully quiet. No, as uh, as we're talking about this, I go to the deployment side of my mind, military-wise. Sure. um, Because the motto, you know, especially the Marine Corps is God Corps Country. Right. Well, Amen. that in if they wanted you to have a wife and the kids, you would have been issued one. That's right. 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 So you go, I go to the extreme side of that in my head, um, but I kind of re, I kind of reverse the scenario today in the civilian world of, you know, work versus family vacation, where the family vacation would be a deployment. Right. <clears throat> so the way I justify that in my mind is that before every deployment, one of the greatest things that any leader in your organization would say is. You lock that shit down tight, finances, family, the plan of what's going to happen when you're gone. You lock that shit down so that you don't have to worry about that yeah. on the way. Because if you're worried about that underway, we all fail as a team. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. person's personal failure screws everything up in the way you think about certain situations. So I, I reverse that scenario in my head, and that's a little deep, and I don't mean to get there, but... Um, I, I still use that is that when I go on vacation, I lock that shit down tight so that when I'm on vacation, all I'm focused on is why I'm there. Right. Yeah. And all those it. things, there's emergencies. Right. And you got to deal with that shit. Right. You got to when those things come in, you, you roll with it. You adapt, you overcome, you know, you take that phone call when necessary, but you better have a damn good reason why that's necessary. That's where I go in my mind. Right. And that if I could take if I could only take three days off a year and I spend that with my family, I damn sure better have a damn good reason why I'm taking that phone call. So for, that, that's for, what I say. So do you, 
when you say that, like you're going to need a damn good reason because the family's going to expect that, or because you're going to expect that of, person, of the person who's calling. Uh, you. It's not fair to anybody, right? No, it's not I fair agree. for the yeah. customer to be blowing me up on vacation. It's not fair to my family that I'm taking the phone call. It's yeah. not fair to me because I need the break too, right? Absolutely. Exactly. I've been I've been running maybe a hundred a hundred plus hours a week trying to get to have this vacation. Mm-hmm. So it's not fair to me either. And that's where the realistic side comes in. Oh, yeah. But okay. And I agree with what you're saying. I really do. But we live as salesmen in most cases in a world of great flexibility. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, sometimes you're only working 10 hours a week. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> wait, wait a second. Didn't you say said, you're a vice president? No, no, hold on. I said, I said sometimes. sometimes. There's this, Look, there's this fin- officer two, versus two fingers, enlisted argument two fingers, that I want to bring up right now. Two fingers coming out here. <laughs> Aren't you a vice president? Do I need to bring out the knife hand? <laughs> <laughs> the throat's no, like, off limits. Throat, like, throats and genitals <laughs> off limits, man. You can hit me on the shoulder barely. Right? So, sometimes you know are, I'm a crier. Right? Sometimes you week, uh, you know, you work a 110 hour week trying to get stuff done, and the next week you come in, you've done so much that man, you know, I'm trying to recover. Right? Exactly. Well, okay. There's where again, that's a that's a very valuable statement. When you're concerned about how much work you have to catch up to, look, it's easy to take a vacation when you hear crickets. We're talking about when you've made it and you're running and you can go wherever you want to go mm-hmm. and you're and you're here's what you're doing, right? Guys, if this isn't popping in your mind, if the flight is under a thousand dollars per ticket and I got four family members, we're going. We're not budget buying because I can't budget because I have to. I, I got to schedule on Friday mm-hmm. to leave the next Tuesday, or I got to do a mm-hmm. Thursday and then go out on Friday because I just found out my weekend's open, and I'm crushing it. But I got to get out of town. Yeah. I so mean, well, it's taking the moments to recharge your batteries. Sure. Right. Yeah. And that's easier and when spending you're spending whatever money it takes. So, not whatever well, money, but reasonable money to get out there and do that. Sure. But that's that's a little bit different whenever you're the owner versus you're no, working for someone else. Okay, and I can go to the poorhouse quicker than you can. No, no. Because you're going to get paid. Hold on, hold on. Let, and put, I'm not. Let's put this in a money aspect because uh, we all talk money. Yeah. In this Are we talking budget? Can we have a budget we'll conversation? Budget. <laughs> so, yeah, it is budget. So when you're applying for a new sales job, right, and mm-hmm. you think, okay, I have this job today, um, I'm applying, I'm interviewing, one of these days I might get that switch. But what do you always have when you switch? You have a gap in pay, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a week or two weeks, depending on how it's structured, and sometimes a month. And it takes you maybe, you know, my experience is usually about six to eight weeks just, to make up for okay. that one week of lost payment. Sometimes right? longer than that. Sometimes longer than that, depending sure. on what the pay flux is, right? Sure. So if it takes you that long, it's the same mentality going on to a vacation that you're going to have to make up for that week. And it oh, takes man. you... You know, it takes you weeks and weeks and weeks mm-hmm. to make up for that. So the funny thing is about both sides is that you could have planned for it. Yeah. You could have planned for both, right? Mm-hmm. You knew you were interviewing. You knew you were applying. Yeah. Why didn't you throw... It's always about planning. <clears throat> why didn't you throw 100 bucks aside, right? Leave, live a little scarcely so that when you had that gap, you recovered. I completely agree. So why wouldn't you do that with business, right? I'm, I'm going to be gone in June. Mm-hmm. Why won't I prepare for the June? When I worked at, at AT&T and at uh, a big bank... Um, Which if, you, one? if you were going to take uh, a vacation, you were essentially just giving up the ability to have like a All good commission revenue? month. Really? Yeah. It, because um, with, with both those organizations, there were significant uh, multipliers, right? So like if you hit, you know, top tier 
you know, I'm making some, some like serious money, but it's kind of like the car thing, right? You got to be there to make those sales because there's there, you can't, this is retail sales, not like outside business, business sales, but it was like, well, do I want to take a vacation or do I want to make money? You know, because it was such a significant chop at the knees if you took any time out. And I, you know, and I know people hold positions very similar to that Mm -hmm. in a lot of arenas. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, in, Sorry. I, a friend of mine works for a big TV station, and I hear all the time, like, the people that work there. So if you're, like, on the morning news, for instance, they, like, they're, they're not comfortable with taking vacations because yeah. they're like, okay, so someone's going to come in and have to replace and What if they like it? What if people like them better, you mm-hmm. know, and they do a better job? Well, that's insecurity. I, I, it's terrible. Well, but that's the whole that's realistic. being in front of a camera, like a- actors and actors. But, but, but I hope that but, I do such a good job 360 days out of the year that the five that I miss doesn't doesn't matter. Well, that's because you plan. It's not but hope. If it's you've built a life around five days off from work, lordy, oh, yeah. lordy, lordy, mm-hmm. huh? No, I get it. That's, People do, though. I, I mean, do. That's the world I live in. You take off. Oh, days <laughs> days liar, no. liar, VP's pants on fire. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> but I take calls all the fucking, I mean, the whole time I'm, there's one vacation out of the year where I shut it down. Where's the vibe? I don't even take, I don't even take. <laughs> <laughs> My money's on Quint. <laughs> so, and hit me hard there. All right. Uh, so, but but look, there's vacations that I understand that, hey, look, I'm going on vacation and I'm going to, don't worry about what, don't worry about covering what I'm going to do because I'm going to do it all on vacation. And then there's a, vaca- a vacation that I take where it's like, I'm shutting everything off. Yeah, you have That's to. That's it, right? What was your story that you said you wanted to talk, you know, oh, man, you'll know this. What was it? Do you remember? No? Okay. I'm past that. So after the Galveston Sorry. experience, I decided that, that I'm not going to do that again because it was just miserable. I couldn't really fully work. I on both really- fronts. Oh yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I was unhappy yeah. with both sides of that equation. I was not as effective at work, but I had told myself that I was going to give myself Thursday, Friday of that week to be able to work. So I didn't shuffle any activities or behaviors or anything. And so I'm down there and I'm trying to like make some calls and follow up on some things and every, and I, I'm not in my space. I'm not in my zone. I'm not doing things as I normally do. And so I decided that I'm not going to do that again. So we're going to Chicago next weekend. I'll talk to you guys about it. So I'm going to be gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And I've already have shoved things to the side because I don't want it to be like it was last time. But if you're working for someone else and it's, well, if you're not here, you're not here. Sorry. Kind of thing. That's a lot of pressure. Well, I don't, I don't, I disagree. There, there are ways to manage both of those. And and like you said, it's about planning ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? If you know the revenue is going to be lost, then lose it just no because if the cycle is it's lost then you bank ahead of time and you don't lose any stature as long as you come back into the game and there's another loan to do and you've got sure. every yeah. you know if you're wells fargo you're ripping everybody off but anyway <laughs> you know there's another guy to steal from and you know this guy you know it's just our cattle's always coming through the chute right Here, here's all our uh passwords for everybody that uses us on a bank <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking to that specific industry or the other side of the equation is I I have allotted 
certain times where I check my email, where Absolutely. I check this, yeah. because you have portability with now the yeah. connectivity yeah. that because we have. Because one of the arguments that you have as a salesperson is like, I don't need to be in this office every day. It's 2019. Absolutely. Call yeah. me on the phone. Email me. That's part of the culture. But right? you eat those. But, but you ago. eat those words, right? You eat those words sometimes. When you're struggling. When yeah. you're struggling, <laughs> and you go on vacation, and they're like, "Hey, I called you, you didn't answer." So there is some give and take, right? You gotta. You know, well, check, check, check your cell phone coverage wherever you go, <laughs> right? Well, stay and, away and from a blank spot. Right? That's kind of because there's no real emergencies in what I do, right? Like no one's gonna call me, and it's like a real emergency. It's. Yeah. It's okay, a personal light, right? Yeah, exactly. Your lack of planning. My is CRM went down. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Like it doesn't really happen. I forgot my password. Okay, come right, on, man. Seriously, man. Um, Hit the help desk. But by that same token, because I have the smartphone and it's connected to all of my email addresses, I still see the stuff that's yeah. coming in. I just don't necessarily sure, yeah. act on it. Sure. Right. So what I've kind of done is set the expectation with my family of like, hey, look, I'm going to have. 30 minutes a day to where I sit down and I check my email and, you know, Look, just kind of follow up on that, stuff. That out of office reply on an email, that automatic thing. Oh, man, I don't do that. You don't? No. Do you, you do? I've never done it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying a lot of people do. <laughs> so like, the crawfish. I'm just saying. Well, not me. I don't want to. I don't, I don't do that self. shit. I'm, I've never had that. I'm a VP. <laughs> <laughs> my my <laughs> administrative assistant. I have honestly the never. The needling is so thick today. I, I have it. honestly. <laughs> I know. It's always <laughs> I have honestly never done that, but uh, when people do that to me. Oh. But, but I get it. Yeah. I understand it, and I'm like, okay. Um, one of the things that I hate when they do that is that they just put out of office till blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I'm like, okay, well, who the fuck do I talk to, right? Exactly. But, you when, have the, to but be. when they say I'm out of office till Monday and they contact say, please talk, mm-hmm. you know, please uh, contact Mariska. Here's her number. Yeah. Here's her email. We're Gotta good. We're good. I yeah, where, did, where did Mariska come from? What hold a name. On. Mariska Haggerty from uh, Law and Order SVU. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I, I was going to say, you know Mariska too, because I seem to get this Mariska Maria. Yeah, the M. But hold on. So I used to love setting the out of office when I worked for someone else, right? When I, when I was, you know, at AT&T or at one of the banks and stuff, and, and it wasn't really detrimental, you know, it hurt, but it wasn't like my business. It was their business, right? I was just kind of the, the intermediary. You were the perfect employee. I loved, oh, because it's like social media. Let me show you how awesome I am with this out of office. And now that I work for myself, I'm like, I don't want anyone to know yeah, that I'm not actually well, here in front of my computer. Yeah, and the point goes back to planning, right? Planning for your vacation. If that's what you have to do, plan for that, right? You, you set you set your customers up for success yeah. in your own organization. Absolutely. So let me throw this out phone? here. Ooh. If you're not working 24-7, seven days, 52 weeks a year, whether you're working or not, then something's wrong. Because any weakness, any crack, what I'm saying is plan, schedule, Work it and make sure you're covered because the worst thing, if I lost a million dollar account because I went on vacation, I'd be jumping off a bridge. I'll nail that. (laughs) I'll I'll nail that. Once again, I had to throw that in. I had to throw the jump off a bridge. I'll I'll nail nail that down a little bit further is that salespeople don't usually operate in a uh, normal operating day. Right. Eight to yeah. nine. Agreed. Or eight yeah. to five, right? Sure. Like that's just not the world you live in. Cause if, if I operate if you're paying me a salary on forty hours a week, right? And I operate eight to five every day, but you then I fold, gotta you should but, fold socks. Yeah, but then I go <laughs> but then I go to a networking event or a, a conference, yeah. right? Where I gotta work till midnight or entertain clients. Like 
where does that money kind of, and that's that leadership side to understand what you do. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm sleeping until eight I in the think, morning. But I think what Doc's saying is that 365, 24 7 environment is what you operate in. And, you know, I, I can understand that, but right? See, I'm I, trying I, so hard to go the other way, right? To get sales within an operating environment? Well, just to not let my business and, you know, client account stuff be the thing that I'm thinking about at 930 at night. Like I want to, I want to limit that to certain. I'd be okay with that. If okay. You snowflake. Hey, I mean, call me snowflake hey, if you look, want, but I mean, here's I, the deal. Why, why does it have to be in a, a, like a true emergency? Why do you have to contact me right now? So they did. So here's what I uh, want. And you handle, see, what do you put enabling. people off? You say, I'm not answering this well, because on. it's too late at night. As, as salespeople, one of the biggest um, attractants for me is to be able to take my kids to school one day because yeah. I don't have to be in an office by a certain time. But I but know that I'm going to miss a football game because I got to go yeah. handle this thing, right? So there's give and take on both parts, mm-hmm. right? So if that give and take is always there and understood by employer, employee, right? There's times on vacation that you're going to have to take some calls, right? And let it or, go to voicemail and decide if you're going to contact them. But you can do there that. You hey, that's an option. That's that an is, option. It absolutely. Is. Look, all these are options, right? You could take zero phone calls. But if, but you're, if you're going to bitch that you lost sales because you were on vacation at the end of your vacation because you didn't take that phone call, you didn't plan properly, you didn't agreed. set it up right. If you don't decide that you will buy a ticket to come back home that day if the right emergency occurs, then you're not in the game. I disagree. All right. I disagree. Can, I, I'm going to tell you right now, you can ask my family. I've been in South Carolina and Charleston before and got so far into a deal where I had to entertain people that they came and visited me on vacation and I never saw them for three days. They flew back home without ever seeing me because I felt that that did right, wrong, and different. Sure. I, I, right, I, wrong, I'm and not, different. I'm not trying to call anybody yeah. wrong. I'm right. Saying, I'm not calling what, you wrong. What, yeah. I, what I felt was that the future of my family and the future of my finances relied heavily on, heavily on me being there. And I chose that over. Now I'm not saying that's right. I could have done, known what I know now, I could have done a hundred things different. Sure. And one of the things that I could have done different. And I think is, that's the thing that we're, it is. we're leading to. One of the things that I could have done different was upfront negotiations, making sure that they understood that I had family. Because if they'd have known I had family there, they wouldn't have done those meetings at eight o'clock. Agreed. At night, Most of it's right? our doing. It exactly. That, that's that the is, thing that I'm that going is to. Very good okay. Right? So, but but at the end of the day, if I, well, hold on, real quick. I think this also comes down to what's the size of your market, right? Because uh, there's not that there's not that many surgeons in town. You know, no, so you can't. That's not all that I do. No, I know and that. Not all I know, that but I hold on. To. Right. We're we're trying to. Yeah, I agree. Whereas, you know. Potentially, yeah. any business with at least one sure. salesperson. Let's go back to my buddy Brian that called in like ten episodes ago. That is in a saturated market that yeah. ha- may have one customer every six months. Yeah, when he calls and wants to go to dinner, and that might be what you work for the whole time. Absolutely, but you had a football game that night with your kid. We're, what do you do? And what do you do? Right, I think that that comes down to your personal level of urgency. Right, I think it also comes down to where you sit on this table. Sure. Right, I mean, I think that the in personality wise, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think that that has a huge impact on it. Um, and I also think it, uh, urgency, personality. And then how good are you at, uh, you know, saying, okay, I'm fine with this. But if what, you need to talk to me so, at 8.30 so, at night, come on, man. So I was going to say, so John flips his scheduler because it's coming through. He's like, no, not scheduled, not answering. Pretty much. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. There, there are the, the list of people that Crazy. I will, that I will, I could never be that. The, the list of no, people he does that, that I will randomly. He does that to me. Yeah. I mean, Clint and I talk. Which means you do it to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh, you bastard. If I've never done it to on. me. If I'm working on something and we don't have an appointment, yep. it's a choice to answer that phone Absolutely. call. Absolutely. You don't answer my calls? No. Dude, John's, oh, John, John's answered my call and I've said, hey, John, you got a few minutes? He said, I've got two, but I have a phone call at 10 and it's 9.58. And yeah. I say, okay. I'm bleeding out over here, bro. And I need, I, need, I need a hand on this He's bleeder. Okay. Right. I'm making some assumptions about like, hey, Clint calls me a lot. It might be about this thing. It might be about something else, but it's probably not an emergency. I can call him back in a minute. I am focused on this thing that I'm trying to work on right now. Oh, okay. And I know when you don't answer, you have a legitimate reason. Because we have this this level of thing. But that's what we're trying to get with our customers. Well, because so I think the part of that is I don't give my clients my cell phone number. They you get the office number, and that is routed through. Totally disagree with you there. I was going to hey, say, my surgeons well, have on. my Here's number. the deal. I'm not saying it's, you're wrong. I'm just disagreeing. I have hundreds of thousands of businesses that I can work with. You don't have hundreds of thousands of surgeons, and you don't have hundreds of thousands of doctors. I offices. literally get told weekly, thank you so much for responding. And I'm going to respond, but you don't get to call me at 9 o'clock at night. I'm not answering that phone call. But I like where your attitude's at. <laughs> dude, I know. love it. I you don't do get to call it. me. I do. I'm in, dude. I'm well, but I just can't be that guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't work in y'all's industry to, to where. You but know, I couldn't be you if I. But I. But I can appreciate where you're coming from because I'm like, man, man if that's you the best. Down, if that's you the best. And, and you take a hard look. If we put you in my in my world, right? Consulting, right? There's not. You know. Agreed. I mean, it's different with healthcare and it's different with construction. If you have guys out there on a site and something happens and like you're there, dude. Contact, if somebody calls me from construction at nine o'clock at night. I'm answering because something went exactly razorly wrong. That doesn't happen in my world, right? right it, so it is predicated on your business, exactly, right? If right. you call me and not, and not, I can't even. I I'm can't in even, the wrong business. I can't even I imagine. Say that all well, done. Man, come on, it's all I know, though. No, so. you make no exponentially I, 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 more I, than no, I do. But no, that has nothing to do with anything. Well, I mean, it, on some level, it I does. told you. No, I told you. Eventually, it becomes time versus money, right? True. Eventually, yeah. if life goes the way it should, how many plane tickets have you purchased and not used? Too many. <laughs> you know what sucks? If you have a ticket, like a fully refundable ticket on an American, on, on American, I'll call them out, those bitches. After a year, <laughs> they don't have to honor that. How the hell does that happen? Eight hundred dollars. That's the last one I can recall. Because now I know yeah, you don't you don't have your credit on there anymore, bitches. Triggered. It's I have. <laughs> wait a second. I have gift cards that are. 15 years old, and I look them up occasionally, yeah. and they're still good. I have a gift card from a t-ball team. I was the coach, <laughs> and my son's in college now, right? And it's still good. Where and is it's it? at Do a restaurant. Go there tonight. Yeah, it? it's at um um the whole. How did we go from American to gift cards? That's a that's a big some that's a big round it up, man. Anyway. Gift cards, um, not a good idea with Christmas. California kids. Yes, no, gift cards no, 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 no. all over yeah. the desk. Anyway, so funny. Long story um, short. But yeah, so that that boundary is important to me, right? Because I, in a ma- part of the reason why I started doing it was because it made me very uncomfortable, right? It used to be I would answer any phone call, even numbers I didn't know, and especially if it was a friend. If you if you called me and we were buddies and you called me, and like, oh, yeah, man, what's going on? And then I realized how much that happens, and how much it takes me out of my whatever work I'm doing, whether it's like prospecting or whether it's working on my business or something else. And then 
okay, cool. I'm not going to answer these calls. And for the first three weeks, it was super uncomfortable. Like they might have a referral. Oh, I should really answer this. Gosh, I'd hate for him to give it to you tomorrow. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Pretty much. And, uh, you know, but that's, that's the easy, uh, switch to flip when you're a salesperson, right? If you're, if you're down, I guess at that lower level of like Maslow's hierarchy of like, oh man, I better answer this call. They might need something right now. And if I don't talk to them right now, they're going to tell me no. And you know, 30 minutes whenever I call them back or whatever. But uh, now it's just second nature. So, yeah. So I called you before the podcast, right? I answered the phone. I know. I'm like, now I'm We have say, an appointment. I, hold on, wait a second. I want to say thank you. <laughs> I, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Exactly. This, is Shit, how, this is how all my phone calls should run, right? I answer and you say, thank you for answering. And I say, you're welcome. What's up? Look, you just <laughs> own me. How much time me. do you have? I, I am never calling you again, you bitch. Seriously. That's just that's hey. Man, the difference between the D and the I is so apparent right now because Al's got his feelings hurt and Clint is like, I could give a shit less. No, I, I know how my feelings are. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm tongue-in-cheeking this because no, it actually, you win. What does that mean? You actually win. win. I, I can't do what you do, but that wins. If you can set a schedule where people come to you, yeah, my thought welcome is, to Donald Trump. My, win, hold on. Right? My no. thought is you answer or you don't, and if you don't, you take a chance on losing. Absolutely, business. right? I, I and I will never, that. and I gamble my ass off. I'm not saying that's right. I take don't, the phone call. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's the way I feel. Right? You you don't answer, and I think okay, well, I need coverage. I need to call somebody else right now because everything in my world, when I'm reaching but out, the other thing is an emergency. Is how you're. Clint's business and y'all's business is very relationship driven, uh, right? You get a stable full of people that are willing to, re- to work with you and refer you. Yeah. You're going to, I mean, if I had five people that were making up all of my business and I could lose it because it was very, very poachable and very competitive. Yeah. I'm going to answer those phone calls, but I don't work that way. Uh, you're still relationship based. No, but, for sure. Right. I got to build a ton of trust because remember, I don't even have like a thing that I can sell. Like it's just my knowledge and my, in my experience, right? So, but I also work harder on trust. I also look at the fact of like when I answer a phone call on vacation, especially like a family vacation, how hard is it to answer the phone call? Like, what am I really missing out on? Like I weigh that option, Uh, right? Isn't that a slippery slope though? It could be, but you got to be, you gotta be, it's just 10 minutes. You got to be smart. Enough. 15 yeah, but hold on. But you got to be smart enough to realize but you what look you're down getting and, yourself and into. And you've got a list of who like, you should respond exactly. to. For example, if, I, if I'm on the Sandcastle in, let's say, Galveston. <laughs> or, on, or your head sticking sorry. out of the sand because your kids have buried you and you can barely if, breathe. Right? Sorry, I, I said that completely wrong. If I'm on a beach building a Sandcastle with my okay. kids, like this is going to take a couple hours and mm-hmm. I'm in there and you call me. And I can, I'm already overseeing the operations of building the sandcastle anyway. <laughs> like, it's not going to hurt for me. But no, then I'm going to set you up on that call to say, hey, man, I'm on the beach. This may be a little unorthodox, but yeah. I'm, I'm building the sandcastle with my kids. I got a couple minutes. Shoot, what's going on, man? What yeah. can I help you with? There you go. And, and your kids are in the background screaming and running around. And you set that up, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with taking that phone call, in my opinion, right? So, I'm going to take that phone call all day long, but I'm going to set it up to where you know that. But don't you set then kind of a precedent that, Oh man, Clint's always going to answer the phone. That's okay, man. I because what's wrong look, with that precedent? I'm not saying there is anything wrong. I just because that hey, I don't want when, that with my because the guy says no, you know because of that I'm, of, I'm of doing two things, million with you next year because guys, I just love them. of all things that, we, that is giving me the hard look over here. It's well, because we we talk about <laughs> setting upfront expectations all the time, of right? Course, yeah. So yeah. one of the things that I always tell the people that I um, that I sell to is. Guys, call me anytime. I may not. I may not always answer, but 
I, no, I will always no, get I back to you. I say the so same what I, thing. So what I'm saying is that when you send them to voicemail on vacation and you get a voicemail and an hour later you call them back, you already set that up front. So I, just, I, I, mean, like, I do exactly like, what you're saying. Don't don't because I'm it. in hospitals where it's leaded. I can, yeah. I don't get reception. Yeah. Like I'm the, like, hey, I'm in and out. Yeah, don't leave a message. Don't be afraid to call back. I, I, you know, I get to my. I feel like room. we're on the teacup at Six Flags. We're still going around the same, well, same thing. I think it's about and, your boundaries. Well, and, and I, but I think I, this is a good topic. You but do ultimately, it. I think that it's a, what we initially stated. It's about leadership. It's about planning. It's it's about relationship and setting pri- parameters of huh. what you're going to do. I, I yeah. think it's so I, silly to act like we're. I think we all four wanted. 100% take care of, and we suggest you take care of your client yeah. and figure out how to do that properly. Yeah, right. I don't wanna, leave anybody in the gulch. Don't set anyone up for failure, but you enjoy are, your time. You are going to live and die under your own sword. You answer the phone call, that's your that's your own prerogative to do, <laughs> right? If you don't answer it, that's still your own, right? Yeah. You as a person, as a salesperson, whether no matter what personality you do, you are going to live and die under that sword. Answer the call. Answer it. Don't answer it. That's up to you. But know that there's consequences to both, right? And you got to live with one or the other. And, and I agree with you. Tell them where you're at. Yep. Let them know you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. At that point, I don't say you front run. I don't front run vacations, but yeah. I don't have a problem saying, because hey, I'm, I'm having dinner. Let me step out and talk to you. Because it also tells you where my time say. frame is, right? Dude, I've out had, of respect. I've had people, I've, I've answered a phone call during a dinner with another customer and I've answered the phone call like, hey, man, you called me twice. It must be really important. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I stepped out from a dinner with a, with a customer. What's going on, man? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, shit, you're at a dinner with a customer? No, it is get back way. in there. Yeah, right, I'm like, hey, dude, in. I've already stepped out. i got a couple yeah. minutes. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Right? I completely what, what kind of, what run kind of, that route. Uh, that's a huge level of respect that I'm gaining, right? But I'm also serious about why I'm taking that phone call. Yeah. But I know the consequences of both. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing is I know the consequences that I just stepped out on the customer to take a phone call with the customer. I know the con- consequences of both. But you're kind of gambling on the fact that they're going to love that. Okay. That you're that customer focused. That's my gamble. Gamble? Yeah, it's a gamble. But what do you look, mean? That they don't like the fact that you stepped out? If those on? people don't What's like the that, gamble? get rid of them. Um, yeah, I, I kind of Oh, you, you left your family or you left a business deal to talk to me? Cut them. I'm like, Bye. unless you got a decision. lot of cash we're talking about. But I'm, a, but I'm okay with that. See, that's where I go back to it's very personal, right? It's very you. Because if if they said that to me, like, I can't believe you're with another customer, you're not valued anyway. Get get out of here. I'm going to go focus on this customer. <laughs> but that's me, you, right? That's you my know, in, I, in my business, though, that's that's a big sticking point, right? It could be. Yeah, you're, these you're with somebody else. running around. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like you're having sex. But that's with, not like, on you. That's not on us. I that's agree, but you know that I'm telling the truth yeah, when but, I say that. But because the, if they be, don't like the other guy that's, or that's, it can be the other, that's it, why I say you have to weigh your options personally. I agree. In every situation, you have to weigh because We're, you may piss somebody off to gain one. You're yeah. exactly. We're in a game and a business that every word counts. Right. Everything we do, you know, it's calculated or it should be. Well, words Hold are... Hold on. Gonna... You guys no. cutting the net off a moment? No, I'm totally fine. Go ahead. Oh. You're so good. Are you sure? Oh. I love you, Words John. are bullets. <laughs> words are bullets. Uh, oh, you no, send them down English range, teacher. you can't get them back. Okay. And I have an English... I had an English oh, teacher said... Oh, I totally think you know, that. Words, words are, are like knives to be used against your enemies. They're nuclear. Words That's what I'm saying. nuclear. They're, they're knives to be once, used against your enemies. Once they come out of the end of the barrel, there's no getting them back. Yep. Yes. But doesn't that... 
right? So if you're a salesperson and you're listening to this and you're hearing us talk about how important your words are and stuff, doesn't Be quiet. That, That's what it means. No, well, it makes you calculated. Because you're going to screw up, right? Hopefully. You're going right? to shoot the wrong target. Oh, yeah. But you yeah, guys are kind of making it sound like you can't mess up too many times. It, no, no, no. What I'm way. saying is you that I don't think you can. Or you're going to well, not reach the rewards that the, the top guys John, get. that's a very true statement. Even what? even to your ability. Like, you screw up so many times that there's that is what it is. Guess what? The world doesn't give a shit. You get to get food stamps. You get yep. to struggle through your bills. Get that's better hard at truth. what you do. I'm with you. Lordy. But I will it's tell you, hard what, I'm, what I'm not saying is don't be scared to take chances because I think that's the line that you're going down, right? Is that yeah. Don't don't be scared to take chances. Just weigh your options, weigh your risks, right? So if you if you're doing something outside of the bubble of, of something you normally do, if you're looking at a guy across the table and like, man, you know what? I really need to say this. I need to get this out there. Weigh the options, right? Practice it in the mirror. Practice it with a coach, right? You got to do those things. Decide otherwise. if you're running with scissors, right? Absolutely. If you're doubling down on a two against a 10, you're an idiot, right? Just come to <laughs> Vegas with me. Depends I, on what the dealer has. I said a 10 on the dealer, and I got a oh, two gotcha, show, gotcha. right? I got 12, and dealer's got 10. I'm doubling down. So Are you well, a I don't crazy think he, yeah, he thinks you're an idiot. I don't think you're an idiot. I think you're learning. And you have to learn. You have to, everyone oh, has agreed. to go through. Screw up. You can only learn so many times. But, but yeah, don't them, right? quit saying you're learning when you've done it ten times the wrong way. When you're putting yourself in a position to where every conversation is so precious that you can't mess up. Precious. Yeah. Love right? it. Love that, it. Good that's word. the thing, right? That's, that's the if, word of the day. Precious. Here's the deal. If I need one deal to close and I have three in my pipeline, there's a lot of weight on all those three deals for me to get to a yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. if I have 40 and I only got to close one, okay, awesome. Tell me no. Right? But so, that's situational. But, right? Well, true. But like when you guys are talking about like, hey, you can only mess up so many times and you're worth No, no. no. If you else, keep repeating the same mistake mm-hmm. so many times okay. that you haven't w- listened so to your own we, life. We talk about this all the time and it's refining your process, yeah. right? Absolutely. You failed once. Take the failure. Mm-hmm. No problem with the failure. You got the no. You did something wrong. Take the no. Take the failure. Take everything that you thought you did wrong or have feedback on what you did. That's even better. You take that, and now you build a second process that's even better. So when you go into that same situation again, you don't do the same thing. What Doc okay. is talking about, when you repeat that cycle. But if you fail a handful of times, and but every time it's less, like like the cut's less deep, that's okay too, right? Because Yeah, yeah that's right. Back. But if, if, if this is a reoccurring nightmare, or you're not realizing why, you're, then stop that madness, right? Yeah. Does that no, make sense? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a learning process, so you're not going to fail once I and mean, get it right the second time it's, necessarily. It's the martial arts. It's the marksman conversation, absolutely. right? Like you are, you're going to do it a hundred times. You got to be okay with 99 are going to be wrong. And then yeah. you do it a hundred more times and 98 well, are going to be wrong. You, you, talk, true. About, you talk about marksman, right. man. When you're, when you're shooting, right? And you shoot way right. You make big adjustments first. Yeah. Big adjustments, big, bold adjustments. And you live to it. Now you're shooting left, right? You shot way right. Now you're shooting left, but you're not so far left you're just a little bit left right mm-hmm. now you hone it in now you're on target now you hone that in even further to where you're shooting bullseyes right that's the marksmanship strategy Great and analysis. i'm okay with that right yeah. yeah so you you shoot from the hip you shoot right and you think oh man that did not work let's go the other way now i'm just a little bit left to center 
and, and you hone that in. But that's what you're doing. You're not doing this. You're not shooting right 20 times in a row. Beautiful. And hitting Beautiful the fa- same yeah. fucking thing. No, yeah. I'm not saying you keep making the same mistakes. I'm just saying that that if if you can't take a no, either psychologically, you just can't take another one, or Get the market is super small or something. I mean, true, there is, a, there is something right. to be said for that. But that's going to make it really hard for you to go and be okay not being perfect. Well, I think that's where uh, the the uh, compassion, empathy side comes in to say, I'm I'm not doing something right. I waved the little white flag, and that's why these conversations that we're having here in these podcasts, true, and, no, and, I, and training, and and you know, even uh, formal sales training, or just picking up your phone and listening to podcasts, they're so important because you're hearing different ideas. Right? Yeah, exactly. Get yeah, it from other areas. We're not. Yeah, yeah we're how, not. How two thousand nineteen? Be all in, one stop. How, how two thousand nineteen of me? Not to even mention a book, but yeah. Yeah. But. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about cultures and things like that. And a lot of sales cultures at companies is very cutthroat. You know, it's, I got here on my own, you get here on your own or, you know, see ya kind of thing. So if you don't have that in your company, like you can go find it. And now with social media, it is easier than ever to oh. like, like go get a community and go find people who are thinking the same way you are yeah. and go get improvement outside of your workplace. But sure. you got to go find it someplace. And then that brings up another question. So it boils down to you have all these resources out there for you guys. Yeah, there's not, you know, there's us. I said, you know, if you're listening, and thank you, and thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for your service to us. Not taking away from any veteran that's ever been out there, but you know, the, our <laughs> listeners out there, we do appreciate you guys tuning in uh, regularly. But we're not the only – test us, right? Go go cross-reference what we're talking about with right. what other people are saying. I think that's the only wise thing to do. And go try it. And, right. and, exactly. And and you're going to find a lot of similar patterns going on here, right? Mm-hmm. That, that you know, we we invented us, but we didn't invent the wheel. Well, right? you know, I always like it when I'm, when I'm describing what we talk about on here. You know, I'm like, it, you'd find it really interesting – you know, because we're talking about this certain situation is it's from four different walks of life, man, different personalities. And they'll always say, oh, you should listen to so-and-so because they talk about this too. I'm like, okay, cool. And I click play and I'm like, yeah, cool. Learn it's one personality. Right? Yeah. You're right. Using and, one voice. Right. And and I'll listen to it. And I'm like, man, that's a really good thought. Now I can punch holes in that and I can punch holes in that, but that doesn't make it wrong. Right. It's just a different way of thinking. Absolutely. And even though that I think that I know everything. <laughs> the fact is, is, I mean, the fact is, is I just don't. Well, and and I learn, and the the only way that I get better and better and better is to go out and get further, so far away from my own personality. That's the way I'm yeah. really figuring out that I'm learning. Right? Well, it's well, that's to your where this started. Well, and sure. to your analogy of um, shooting again, you know, there are people that are going to walk up to that bullseye and hit it. First time, they're just going to well, do it. Well, if you it, walk up to it, you just put well, your not, gun on it and like, pull the trigger. The thing course, is. Okay, so aim, aim. Of course you hit it. But, but my point is, okay, the so closer aim. closer to the target, the better. Right, so aim. I'm going to hit it. Let her talk. Just but, saying. Let her talk. Me. Come on, right, man. So, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but the person that's gone to right or to left eventually can still hit that. So Absolutely. it is just a matter of well, practice and, and being right, mindful because of it, your... Because it can go the other way, right? Right. Uh, and I think that I'm probably one of those guys that came up and hit the bulls on the first shot, and then the second shot was a little off, and the third shot was way left, and it yeah. was like, oh shit, buddy! But you started changing the target on me. You started changing the windage on me. You moved it further so down it's focus. range, it's just right? Focus. It's like okay, Planning. I was good at 300 yards, mm-hmm. 
and with the perfectly zeroed gun, but now you moved it to 800 yards mm-hmm. and you got wind. Right. So that's not the same happens. playing field. So now I've got to adapt. Exactly. I got to overcome and I got to adjust. Thank right. You. And, and how I do all that is, is very personal. It's, it's all, uh, you know, doc does it a different way than, than Nan and John and myself do it. We go find different things to hone in our education to get us back to center, yep. to get us back to bullseye. Right. So it's, it's, it's very, this whole topic, right. As we go into the throwdown, it's very personal. Yeah. All right, so Just it is time for the throwdown. Get close to the target, babe. What are we throwing down on? Boundaries or how you yeah. how you improve? Balance, no, balance between okay. you know. Just whatever you want to show. Know, you know, not not jumping at every not not being the train you know lap dog that jumps at every tree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Clint. So throwdown, right? So one of the things that we talked about right off the bat was vacation wise, and how do you separate personal and business life, and 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 do you need to, right? In in your world, and I say your world because I really mean that, in your world, can you handle separation? Do you need separation? Or can you handle both and intermingle them? That's on you. I will tell you that it is on you. If you see your family getting so stressed out every time you take a phone call, then you need to adjust. If you see your business fail because you don't answer the phone calls on personal time, you need to adjust, right? Okay. If you want to be successful. But that is on you, right? Every personality up here, there is no set way. Right, you're a high D. You can do that. You can intermingle the both, or you're a high I, and you can be social. Look, guys, this is all on you. As you're listening to this, think about who you are. Think about the failures that you've had. Adjust, score it to the middle, and keep track of what got you there, and keep doing that. When you're outside of that, when you're hitting way left, way right, way high, hitting dirt at the bottom, you need to adjust from that, right? And keep track of all the hits and the misses. And you've got to come back to bullseye. Hmm. If only there was software that did that. Al, as an I. I completely agree with everything that Clint just said. Um, and all I have to say is work so hard that time is your most valuable asset versus money. That's huge. Yeah, that's pretty significant. I don't want to follow that. But go ahead, Nanette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, why don't you say that one more time? <laughs> In a voice that sounds like Nanette's. Go ahead. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead, man. Throw no? Down. Why are we not listening to me? It's completely <laughs> shocking. Okay, so I just want to say, how are you gaining a, a new strength? I, I think it's really important to think about something new, be it monthly, weekly, daily. I think weekly is probably really smart. You know, find a mentor, find find a podcast, hopefully the disc sales throwdown podcast, find something to improve on yourself. And I'm going to leave it at that. I just think, you know, even if it's just, I'm going to be kind to someone today, I'm going to not, I'm going to say this, no one, y'all close your ears, but you know, I'm not going to cuss this week. I'm going to, I'm I'm just not going to do it. It's just not going to make my life better. Think of something to improve on, gain a strength, constantly be thinking, what am I going to get stronger in, in my life? Are you fucking kidding me? I can't cuss all week. Uh, <laughs> she said yeah. she was, not you are. It's going right. to be hard for you. But. Um, so for me as a C, uh, this comes back to, I guess, real C-ness here, right? I set boundaries and set prioritizations. And as I talked about, the Godless trip was not a great example of that. But, you know, you learn and then you kind of move forward. But, you know, you kind of coach people about how accessible you are, right? If you're giving out your cell phone number and you're being super chummy and stuff like that, 
then it kind of leads to a paradigm to where they can reach out to you all the time. I don't really do that with my clients, right? I'm here for a reason, you know, the game, you know what, you know what we're doing. And then at the end of it, you know, I got to go do all the other stuff that I want to do. So, um, but once again, as we talked about that depends upon your market, depends upon how hungry you are. Right. So, and your personality. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it could be argued that I'm a little too complacent, you know, but, I think that there's a shift in I don't how our, think so. how our you business work works. Your ass off, right? Well, thank you. It's but not. It's not that. I, I I am worried that you're painting a picture that's not true. You are super exactly. Reliable I don't want people like, thinking I know, that, that you're a dick or something like no, that. Because you're not. That's why I'm well, like. I'm glad the, it works for you. Out of the throwdown to comment on this, what I what I think is that we all have a little bit different opinion on what we can give and receive at the same time, right? So. One of the things that on the opposite end of the spectrum for me is that you as a C, John, as you set parameters around what you're doing, and I kind of shoot from the hip mm-hmm. and adjust. We both adjust, right? That's opposite ends, right? So and don't it, be afraid to listen to all four oh, and take nuggets Because we each. all deliver. We're not fucking around here. We yeah. deliver in the industries that we do business in. And, the, and the thing John to remember, though, is, doesn't. Is I just set expectations. Oh, yeah. Of like, hey, look, Agreed. if you need me for whatever reason, I'm available via email. Right. And if I don't get back to you within like four hours, like something drastically has gone wrong. Right. So I set those expectations. Should they be looking for a bridge? (laughs) (laughs) No bridge talk this conversation or no no more anyway. So, but yeah, I, I, I make myself available. I I help out my clients. I just don't make myself available all the time because especially in my world, there's not really a, an eight 45 at night emergency, but that's different for you, for you guys, right? My so, CRM. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If it's melting, something is drastically <laughs> wrong. So, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm in a lucky spot. Right? I think is, is kind of what this thing is boiled down but you to. You built that lucky spot for yourself, though. And yeah. other people's uh, yeah, guys out there, you can do the same. So listen to what John has to say. Yeah. I mean, people want that. I mean, I want that. I, I mean, just, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being in a happier spot. Oh, good. Right. You know, because yeah. of all the other stuff I've done. And especially whenever I was working with you, like, like your big role was like, you went to the phone, right? Always. And, uh, now being where, where I am, I'm like, <laughs> you know, it, I don't nice. have to be as available. So I really like the spot that I'm in. I quit. <laughs> awesome. Damn it, right. John. Now we got a uh, we got a problem now. If you yeah, so if you uh are struggling, you know someone else, please follow us on social media. Everything is at sales throwdown. Hit subscribe in your podcast player or on YouTube if you're watching us. And if you are not sure who you align with the most, or maybe you're in the middle, which commonly happens, reach out to us. Assessments at actually it's assessment at sales throwdown.com and we'll get you hooked up with one. Thanks, and everybody. If, oh. No, can I just say of course. that if you're looking for a Christmas present for a hard-to-buy person, I think that that would be a fantastic gift. Okay. Oh, that's oh, a wow. great, great I, little I throw down I there. I really yeah. do. Love it. I think it'd be great. Awesome. All right, everybody. Have a great night.